Well, guess what, people? Maybe I'm a little bit retarded because, boy, oh, boy, I sure do love a hug. I also learned that if you wear sweatpants in public, people won't fuck with you. They'll leave you alone. The normal people will think you're mentally ill, and the mentally ill people will think like you don't have anything to offer them. I keep trying to fight it and go, I don't give a shit what happens, but I think I do to a degree. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the next episode of Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. What's going on with you, my friends? Your old pal Joe here, checking in with you on a motherfucking Monday. How's it going? How's it hanging? Listen, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing better than you ever thought you possibly could be doing. And if you're not, hey, that's okay. But get your shit together. All right? We're already halfway through January. What the fuck have you been doing with yourself? This is supposed to be the big year for you, right? You've said it year after year after year, and yet you've done absolutely nothing. So this is the one. Get it the fuck together, people. Inflation on the rise. World War III coming up very soon. You know what I mean? So you might as well have your shit together for when it all falls apart. You know what I mean? It's like I said last week, if it's all going to fall to shit, you might as well be feeling good about yourself and looking sexy as ever, as ever for the complete downfall of uh, society and everything else that's going on. You know, you might as well. You might as well. What else are you going to do? What else are you going to do with yourself? Die miserably? You might as well enjoy yourself. We're all going out one way or another, so you might as well have your shit in order and be feeling good about yourself. And not for no reason, all right? You don't need that fucking fake self-confidence that people walk around with, that undeserving self-confidence where they're five foot six, you know what I mean? And just a sack of sloppy shit, yet they got friends around them telling how, how good they are and how great they are. Uh, meanwhile, they're sad their whole life because they know deep down that they're not as great as their shitty friends make them feel. Sometimes you need people around you to tell you, hey, you're fucking up and you're a piece of shit. So get it together. You know what I mean? That's a real friend, not someone that tells you everything's great about you when deep down, you know, it's not, you know what I mean? You go, Hey friend, I'm having some problems. They go, Oh, don't worry about those problems. You're just imagining shit. You need somebody in your life to go, Hey, maybe if you're feeling that way, maybe there's some truth in that. And you should do some things to change your life, change the trajectory of your existence. You know what I mean? We like those yes men around us. Boy, oh boy, we sure do. We sure do, you know? But get it together, and hey, I hope you're doing fucking well, all right? It's Monday. How the fuck else you gonna feel? Listen, got some great comedy shows coming up for you fine people. I'd love to see your fucking faces, all right? I'd love to see them. I'd love to see your faces. I'd love to hear your laugh. Maybe we can shake hands or possibly share a hug. You know what I mean? I'm all about hugging. I love a nice hug. People think it's weird. I don't know why. For some reason, as a grown man, you're not supposed to hug people uh, unless you're retarded or something like that. Well, guess what, people? Maybe I'm a little bit retarded because, boy, oh, boy, I sure do love a hug. I will be in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina at the end of this month, the 27th and the 28th, doing some clean comedy, opening for my good buddy Aaron Weber. We'll be at Goodnight's Comedy Club next month, February. Going to be a bit busy, all right? I'll be in Omaha, Nebraska once again, doing some clean comedy with Aaron the 10th 
and the 11th. That's at the Funny Bone. Got a couple shows in Nashville. Just added the 15th. I'll be at Fat Bottom Brewing. Oh boy, oh boy, you know I love that brewery. You know what I'm saying? Big old dumpers right up Joe's alley. (laughs) I'll be headlining. This is the big one next month um, as far as Nashville goes. February 16th, Sonny's Patio Pub, excuse me, and Refuge. That room is absolutely fantastic. The shows are put on by PB Backyard Comedy. Um, headlining it. Really looking forward to that show. So come on out for that one. Again, that's February 16th. That's a Thursday. Sonny's Patio Pub and Refuge here in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, I'll also be heading back up to Michigan. I'll be uh, at Bell River Golf Course in Memphis, Michigan on Friday, February 24th. And the big one in Flint, Michigan, Friday, April, fuck, Friday, February 25th at Timothy's Pub. That is my sister's favorite watering hole. I've uh, played many pull tabs in that bar, and I'll be uh, closing that show out as well. So if you're in the greater Flint area, come through that one. That one's going to be a fun one. Uh, Also, I got some shows coming up in March as well. The 10th and the 11th of March, I'll be at The Grove in Lowell, Arkansas, doing clean comedy with my buddy Aaron Weber. We'll be at Helium Comedy Club March 17th and the 18th, that's going to be in the garage. That's their smaller room. Uh, So don't get it confused. Dave Attell is also there that weekend, but he's in the main room. I'll be in the side room with Aaron Weber. I'm also working on setting up my own headlining show, either the night before those shows or the night after. I'll keep you posted in case you're in old St. Louis. And then April, we got a couple shows as well. Uh, Syracuse, New York will be at the Funny Bone once again with my buddy Aaron Weber. That's going to be March 31st and April 1st. Go to joekellycomedy.com for all the upcoming shows. More shows coming as the as the days keep rolling on through this year. How's it going, my friends? How have you been? How's it hanging? What have you been up to? Uh, let's get a couple things out of the way real quick. A couple of uh, a couple shout outs, if you will. All right. Uh, I was in New Jersey a couple weeks ago. Had a great time there at the Stress Factory. Uh, the shows were were fun. New Jersey was a great time. Big shout out to Morgan. Uh, the jazz singer Morgan, she came out. She's a listener to the podcast, and she's been very supportive uh, as of late. And uh, real quick, this one and this one might not be so fun, but uh, there's a, a fellow who's been listening to the podcast for a very long time. If you watch this on YouTube, he's always pop, popping up in the comments. His name is Darth Shibby. Uh, send a little love out to Darth Shibby. His sister passed away earlier this year, just a couple weeks ago. So whatever you do, if you pray, if you meditate, if you just sit and think about nice things once in a while, uh, throw a little extra love towards him, because I'm sure that's not uh, something easy to be be dealing with. I love you, buddy. I hope everything's going well for you, man. I appreciate you always checking in, always saying, hey, supporting the podcast. And I figure the least I could do is show you a little love out here and, uh, Hope you're doing well, man. I hope you're doing well. I'm not I'm not a religious fella at all. I don't really pray much, you know what I mean? But uh, I've certainly been thinking about you and wishing you well at the very least, you know. So, it's all I can do, man. I hope you're I hope you're hanging in there. I know that's not a fucking uh, an easy thing. I got a sister. She's alive. She's, you know, I don't know what I'd do without her though. You know. So, it is what it is. Hang in there, buddy. Stay strong. And once again, Send him some love uh, this week, if you wouldn't mind, my friends. All right? 
How's it been going? Let's get into some lighter shit. Uh, no come January. Hey, I'm still going strong this month, baby. No coming, no drinking, no smoking, figuring out who I am without the things that uh, have been a cornerstone in my life for so long. And it's really, it hasn't been that hard. You know what I mean? It really hasn't. It's been relatively easy to not come and not drink and not smoke. Uh, I did go out this past week to some open mics, and that was like, man, I sure could use a drink right about now. Because <laughs> you're just around just fucking chaos and madness and a bunch of mentally ill people, you know what I mean, who just want to talk about nothing. And I don't know how you guys are, but as soon as somebody starts talking to me about nothing, I want to fucking drink. <laughs> Uh, but managed through it, managed to not do it. it. was like, man, I sure could use a drink with all these people just talking to me about nothing, nothing I care about, you know what I mean? But it is what it is. But uh, I don't know if I've learned anything. About, I've, if I've learned anything about myself so far, halfway through the month of doing this cleansing, if you will, it's uh, it's that I can do it. It's that I can do it. And I put a lot of pressure on being afraid of not being able to do these things. You know what I mean? And it's, it's been relatively, it's been easy. It's been, it's been incredibly easy. I'm not freaking out. I haven't been, uh, I haven't been short tempered and I haven't been losing my mind. I haven't been shaken. I've done none of those things. So it's been pretty easy, you know? So maybe it's more, I don't know. Maybe substance abuse is is a different different kind of thing, but uh I guess breaking habits, I guess it's 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 all mental, you know? I just decided at the beginning of the month or I guess at the end of December that I'm going to flush my system and not do a few things and just knowing that I decided that it's been relatively easy to stick with it, you know? Makes me feel like I'm not an alcoholic, which is a relief. <laughs> It's boy, oh boy, there have been some times where I've gone down the path of like, man, maybe you are an alcoholic a little bit, Joe, but uh, I feel fine. I feel great. I, I feel, I guess, some some sense of clarity in my own life. I've just been getting work done and trying to book more shows and just trying to figure out a different way to navigate through comedy, my friends. Uh, as much as I would love to get into the comedy club circuits and do all this and that, it does seem to be a pain in the ass just trying to get booked at these fucking places. Just because, you know, there's 52 weekends a year and 9 million fucking comics in Nashville alone. You know what I mean? So times that by however many cities there are in the country, there's a lot of comics out there and everyone's sending emails and shit. And I honestly think that I can do this shit on my own. I would love to just have the 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 built-in, what would the word be, mechanisms of comedy clubs maybe, just because everybody knows what a comedy club is and they know that they go there for comedy. But I think I might be able to find venues where I can just do my own shit. As much as I love being on the road with Aaron, and I really do, man. We I have a great time with that dude. I have so much fun just bullshitting with Aaron. It's, he's, he's a real fun guy. Square as can be, but man, it's just, he's just a good guy to talk to. Uh, semi insightful at times. 
but I love it to death and I have such a good time. But as far as the stage shit goes, I really want to be doing my own thing. And I think I can do that. And so, uh, you know, I guess the point is, is you, you got to think outside of the box and uh, maybe there's easier ways to navigate through whatever it is you're trying to do in life than what is presented in front of you, you know? So I'm trying to figure that out uh, right now with this comedy thing. But again, if you, if you know any managers or anybody who wants to fucking help me out with this shit, anybody who knows how to talk to venues and book shit and make me sound good, let me know. Email me. I'm looking for people to fucking help me out with this shit. You know what I mean? But uh, if not, I'll get it handled myself. But in the meantime, we'll keep opening for Aaron and we'll keep doing our own shit in between. But uh, yeah, whatever it is you're trying to do in life, whatever people tell you is the way that you have to do it or the, the easy way to do it. It might not be the only way. You know what I mean? I'm not sure if that makes any sense. But either way, New Jersey was was a great fucking time. I know I recorded the podcast earlier last week, so I didn't give you a little recap, but it was good. Here's something, people. I left fucking $80 worth of edibles in the goddamn hotel room. <sighs> I can't believe I did that. I still can't believe I fucking did that. The bartender at the club, I forget his name, but he was the man. He uh, Weed is legal in New Jersey, but uh, he had a medical card. So if you know anything about places that are legal and have medical, medical is always a little bit cheaper. They always get a better price because people are sick and dying. You know, that's the least you could do for somebody who's sick and dying is let them save $3 on an ounce. You know what I mean? So he bought me some edibles and I had them in my suitcase where I keep my merch. And then we got back to the hotel room and I was like, I just want to see everything he got me and just smell it. You know what I mean? It was great. Bunch of gummies and shit. And I don't know how I forgot them, but I fucking... I left them in that goddamn hotel room somehow. It is what it is, you know. I had it all planned out, too. I had it all planned. As I was looking at them, I was like, man, February 1st is going to come, and I'm going to eat about a whole pack of these things and just get fucking blasted. But it didn't happen, you know what I mean? But the shows were good. The shows were great. New Jersey was a great town, you know. People were very welcoming, Uh incredibly welcoming you know it was it, new jersey wherever we were new brunswick it was like a giant is a big old olive garden you know what i mean it's fucking italian people you know i know the olive garden thing is like hey when you're here you're fucking family yeah and it's true it's fucking true man they everybody was so fucking nice they tell you to go fuck yourself you go how you doing ah go fuck yourself but come on over for a meatball sub you know what i mean that was the fucking people in new jersey and i absolutely loved it it was a very dirty city like not the people but just there was a lot of trash there was so much trash around and uh i don't for as as good spirited as the people were just the amount of garbage and, and just d how dirty the city was was very surprising. But man, what a fucking shock. I don't know why I assumed everybody in New Jersey was going to be an asshole, but they were fucking great. Absolutely wonderful. Like, hey, next time you're in town, let us know. We'll bring you a little pasta fazole. You know what I mean? And it's like, ah, I don't know how to get a hold of you, but I certainly would, would, would love some uh, pasta fazole in the near future, you know? Fucking absolutely incredible time. I also learned um, 
I also learned that if you wear sweatpants in public, people won't fuck with you. They'll leave you alone. The normal people will think you're mentally ill and the mentally ill people will think like you don't have anything to offer them. So I think, I think sweatpants Joe is going to be the new, is going to be the new out and about Joe. You know what I mean? If I'm ever in a city and I'm not, oh, the fucking heater kicked on. I meant to turn that off. I'm going to pause real quick and turn the heater off. I don't know if you guys can hear that, but it will bug me. So give me one second. Let's wait for that heater to kick off. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. The heater kicked off. It's been cold as fuck in Tennessee the past couple of days. I don't know what's going on. But uh, but yeah, just a tip, people. Just a tip. If you're ever in a city, if you're not going out, if you're not trying to be dolled up, you know what I mean? If you're just trying to wander around, maybe get a cup of coffee, maybe get some breakfast, maybe, uh, you know, get a fucking meatball sub there. You know what I mean? Fucking go out in sweatpants. If you don't want people bugging you, asking you for money, wear fucking sweatpants, man. It has been working like a goddamn charm, you know? If you're wearing, especially they got a little bleach stain on them. Listen, if you have sweatpants from, let's say, 2002 with a little bit of bleach on them, fucking ain't nobody going to talk to you and, and wonder if you have anything for them. You know what I mean? That's a little experiment I've been doing in my day-to-day existence now is just wearing sweatpants out in the world. And boy, oh boy, having some 20-year-old sweatpants on. And listen, they're not bad sweatpants, all right? They're good. They're fucking Adidas, designer sweatpants, you know what I mean? But they're just old. But people don't ask me for anything. People don't bug me. It's been great. No one thinks I have a dollar. (laughs) If I was smoking a cigarette, I'm sure they'd assume it was my last one or I bummed it from somebody else. It's a it's a great it's a great way to live in case you don't want people bugging you for no reason. All right. Keep it in mind. I know you don't want to look like trash. I know you want to look good for no fucking reason. That's I don't understand that, people. What are you going on vacation for? Waking up at 8 a.m., spending two hours to get ready to go eat a fucking bagel for. You know what I mean? Fucking who cares? You know, it's fine. We're all just human beings. It don't matter how you look all the fucking time. If you're trying to have a night out on the town, whatever it is, yeah, get dressed up, put on a little perfume, a little cologne, you know what I'm saying? But just your day-to-day existence, man. People getting dressed up to go to the fucking grocery store, bro. Fuck that. Put on some sweatpants, you know what I mean? Put a little sweatpants, maybe a little pre-cum, maybe a little pre-cum stain in there too. It don't matter. It don't fucking matter, you know? Live your life. Quit letting them control you, making you feel bad because you look like trash. Who cares? Everyone's trash. It don't fucking matter. You know? (laughs) That's my tip of the week for you. Start wearing sweatpants in public more. It's been great. It's been great. People leave you alone. No one asks you for shit. It's a very very nice uh, existence, you know, in the sweatpants. And you just feel more comfortable. You don't have to worry about a belt. You don't have to worry about uh, nothing in your back pocket. You only got the side pockets. You know where everything is. No one can sneak up behind you and steal your wallet. You know, if they try and steal your wallet, they're going to end up grabbing your dick and balls inside your little sweatpants there, in which case that's sexual assault. Then you call fucking Lee Free or whoever it is. Now you got a lawsuit on your hands and you can get even more sweatpants for the future. 
So think about it, people. Just a little little advice, a little uh, podcast advice for you this week. You know what I mean? Sweatpants. It's a good idea. They don't want you to know that. The powers that be, they don't want you to know that. They want you to wear fucking uh, American Eagle. Is that still a company? Hollister? All them fucking shitty jeans, you know? You pay $80 to get jeans that look like they've been worn, you know? You pay... 120 bucks to get jeans that look like they were made in 2002. You know, I got a fucking million dollar pair of sweatpants that I've been rocking and it's been a very peaceful existence. Anyway, I don't know why I was thinking about this, but I figured I'd share it with you fine people. Cause what the fuck else are we doing on a Monday? Uh, I just, you know, there's people in life that have had, that have been dealt a really a bad hand, I, I should say. We're all kind of, maybe we're all dealt bad hands. I don't know. But some people are definitely dealt worse hands than other people. You know what I mean? And like, I figured that those people always turn out to be two kinds of people. They either will take that bad hand and flip it into something good, or they just hold the bad hand and think that everybody else should have the same bad hand that they do. You know what I mean? Like the people that have, there are people in life that have never had anybody give a shit about them for one reason or another. The parents were junkies, came up for adoption, whatever it is, just from a young age, they were dealt a shit fucking hand and had uh, the chip stacked against them. You know what I mean? And no one gave a shit about them. And it seems like those, those kinds of people will go through life and go, man, I feel like no one's ever given a shit about me and I don't want anybody to ever feel that way. And then the other side of that are the people who go, well, no one's ever given a shit about me. Why should anyone give a shit about anybody else? And I guess it's just, um, I guess it's just a half empty, half full kind of thought experiment or, or you know what I mean? Or I guess that's what it ends up is either your cup's half full or half empty. But uh, I don't know why I was thinking about that. But I just, I just was. So what kind of person would you want to be, you know? Do you want to be the person who, well, no one's ever given a shit about me, so why would I give a shit about anybody else? And, and why would anybody ever feel good? It's like, you can't, you can't do that. You know what I mean? Anyway, just a little thought experiment. I don't know what it has to do with anything, but I just, uh, I was just thinking about that for some reason. Probably saw something online, but it's like people, there have been a lot of people in bad situations and some people just, you know, and I think if you, if you lean towards the latter too, if you're the type of person who goes, well, no one ever gave a shit about me. Why would I give a shit about anybody else? You're going to stay in that same position for the rest of your fucking life. You know, so what? No one gave a shit about you. You know, an easy way to change that is to start giving a shit about other people and then maybe they'll give a shit about you. I don't know. Just a thought, just a fun little playful thought I was thinking about. Maybe a little positivity there to get you through the week. I don't know. Here's uh, an interesting little news story since we're on the subject. First and foremost, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you're on the uh, lookout for that Kraken variant now. You know, we got a new COVID-19 fucking strain out there. It's called Kraken. In case the other ones weren't scary enough, we got that fucking monster from goddamn uh, Pirates of the Caribbean now. That fucking, uh, you know, 
that that man-eating octopus or whatever. That's the new fucking COVID variant. What the fuck are we doing, people? This shit's still going on. They're still trying to stir shit up and scare people. But, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't even want to get into it, but there is a, what is it now? The, the, the fucking CDC, it's, it's an article I read and I got it pulled up now. It says CDC must investigate deadly vaccine side effects. Apparently the, uh, some of the, the vaccines are having, uh, ill adverse effects in the elderly people who are 65 and older. Apparently it might be fucking up their heart somehow, but you know, <laughs> who didn't see that fucking coming you know what i mean <laughs> it's funny because from this article and i'm going to paraphrase it just because you know i don't give a shit it's like there might be some side effects to the vaccine and the boosters but we haven't done enough studies on the side effects so you should still get vaccinated. That seems to be the the fucking narrative that they've been towing. And listen, people, I haven't. I I'm one of those people. I still haven't gotten a single shot yet. And uh, it is what it is. I'm not gonna do it, and I don't care. So if you hate me for it, that's fine. If you love me for it, that's fine too. I don't really give a shit. It's got nothing to do with how other people feel. I just didn't buy into the hype, and I'm still not going to. And I feel fucking fine. So there's that. We're look out for the Kraken people. It's gonna come and kill you. <laughs> Don't worry about the in, impending World War Three that's coming or anything like that. Worry about the fucking Kraken variant. Well, who the fuck is naming these things? Why is everything gotta have a fucking name? Every storm, every fucking uh, disease, virus, flu, whatever it is, everything's got to have a fucking name. You know what I mean? I don't understand that. And who's in charge of it? Who's in charge of naming the fucking... Anyway, we don't need to go down that route. I thought this was a pretty... Uh, this was a pretty interesting article, all right? I'm going to share it with you, see how you guys feel. Because as, as I mentioned earlier, I do certainly love... Uh, I love hugging people. I like physical contact with a human being. I like to really grab, wrap my arms around people and hold them close for a half a second. Give them a good hug, you know what I mean? I love it. I take pride in my hugs. I'm a big, strong man, and I like to let people know it. You know what I mean? You could tell. You can tell. I feel like you, can, you could genuinely feel what's in someone's heart from the kind of hug they give you. So I try and give the best hugs I possibly can. But anyway, I thought this was absolutely fascinating. UK school ban or UK schools with an S there's a couple of them ban all physical contact all right teens will be forbidden from hugging and holding hands in order to keep them quote safe school authorities say all right absolutely fascinating absolutely fascinating two British schools announced this week that they would ban all forms of physical contact between students forbidding hand holding hugging and forming and the forming of romantic relationships. So you can't even have, you can't even love someone. They're saying don't hug, don't hold hands, and also don't love anybody. Parents complained to the local media, but one school argued that, quote, anything could happen if children were allowed to socialize normally. The, 
if children were allowed to socialize normally is from the article. That's not from the school. But the school said anything could happen if children are touching one another. Uh, in a, these are, again, in the UK, fucking crazy old Brits. In a letter to parents, Highlands assistant head teacher Catherine McMillan said that her school would no longer tolerate any physical contact within her community. This includes any aggressive physical contact, which is fighting, of course, hugging, holding hands, slapping someone, etc. This is in order to keep your child safe. If your child is touching somebody else, whether they are consenting or not, anything could happen. It could lead to an injury, make someone feel very uncomfortable, or someone being touched inappropriately. Uh, the deputy had specifically pointed out that, quote, romantic relationships would be forbidden in Highland School and any breach of the new rule offer, uh, the rules would result in a loss of privileges for the offending student. So this is incredibly confusing, you know, because if you're, if you're telling, if you're banning kids from touching each other at all, high fives, shaking hands, holding hands, hugging, whatever. Isn't that going to, won't that cause some kind of confusion between what is good and what is bad touch? Because now you're saying that every touch is bad touch. You know what I mean? So what the fuck are we doing to kids, man? What the fuck are we doing to the kids in the world now? I Granted, this is only two schools in the UK, but you know, it's a, it's a slippery slope when you're doing this kind of shit, you know? And now it's like that. It's just so you're, you're making kids fucking paranoid. And also you're creating isolation in a non isolated setting. If that makes any sense, you know what I mean? Like you're around people but you're not really involved, like you're not, you can't interact with them. And what does this do for, it doesn't mention it, but what does this do for like sports and shit? You know what I mean? If you're playing football and you can't hug somebody, how are you supposed to tackle them? Can you high five after you make a fucking basket at the, in the basketball game? You know what I mean? What the fuck are we doing to kids? We're fucking them up. We're going to make them so they're going to have such a distorted view of reality that no one's going to know what to do. You know, it's just so weird that you can't fucking you're, you're telling kids that they can't shake hands or hold hands or can't have a boyfriend or a girlfriend. You know what I mean? You can't have a romantic relationship in school. What the fuck are we doing? So what's the what's the point of school? Just to brainwash them into your bullshit curriculum that you're teaching them? You know what I mean? But don't hug nobody. Don't hug your friends. Don't shake their hands. It just seems incredibly fucked up. You know? I don't know. It, man, oh man. I got no idea what the future holds for children. I can't believe anybody would even fathom having a kid at this point in time in the world. Maybe you just look past all that. And uh, it, it, if you can, fucking A, you, you're, I guess you're a, a bigger person than I am, you know? Where you go, that doesn't affect, that's not going to have an effect on my child. But 
I don't know how you look at the world now and go, well, yeah, let's have a kid. Let's, let's, let's bring a child into this fucking world that we're in. You know what I mean? Of just lies and deceit and manipulation and put your mask on and take your mask off and don't touch your friends. And it just seems like a fucking mess. You know what I mean? And just <laughs> knowing my parents could never afford to fucking homeschool us. I know that. So unless you could go to private school or something like that, it's like, you know, you have your kids to yourself and not even to yourself. You still got to work and shit, but you got kids to yourself under the parents for like, what, four or five years. Then they're off to school where Lord knows what the fuck the teachers are actually teaching them. If it's actually providing any value to them at all. It's just, man, if you got kids now, if you have young children, fucking good luck, man. I got my niece and my nephew, and I still go, what the fuck is the world going to be like for them, you know? One, my nephew isn't in school. My niece is in elementary school. She's, what, seven now? So she'll be in high school in like six, seven years. Boy, oh, boy. Yeah, if the world ain't going to change a shitload by then, you know, holy fuck. It's just bizarre to think about the world that she's going to be in. And even if she's not all fucked up, the amount of fucked up kids who are going to be around her trying to influence her into being as fucked up as they are. You know what I mean? Holy shit. But don't touch your friends. Don't shake their hands because it's in order to protect your children. They're always trying to do things in the name of safety. That's the always the thing. We're trying to keep everybody safe. And it's, no, you're not. No, you're not. By, by fucking breaking people mentally, you try and keep them safe. You know what I mean? Don't touch your friends. Anyway, I thought that was absolutely bizarre. And uh, hopefully they put a stop to that. I doubt it. I doubt it's going to happen, but uh, we'll see. We'll fucking see. What else happened? Fucking Joe Biden. We'll talk, We'll keep going. This will be a long podcast today, I suppose. The Joe Biden thing. He's keeping top secret documents <laughs> in his fucking house or whatever it is. It's like, who cares? You know what I mean? I just, again, I think I've talked about this before. I love how quickly... Everyone who voted for him was is ready to throw him under the bus almost immediately, especially now. I think they're definitely ramping up the uh, the Biden is a bad guy and an idiot because the election is coming up next year. You know what I mean? And they don't want to deal with his fucking ass for another four years. So everyone, everyone is just throwing him under the fucking bus. And I think it's great. And that's why, dude, that's why, you know. Whether for for better or for worse, whether you agree with them or you disagree with them, the people who supported Trump fucking supported the motherfucker, and that's who the fuck you want in your corner. You know what I mean? That's who you want. That's someone who's going to defend you to the fucking end. That's you know, that's the type of that's the kind of friends in the social circle that you need in your life. Is people who are going to go to fucking bat for you regardless. You know what I mean? Not pretend to like you 
for a half a second. And then as soon as the opportunity comes, they throw you under the fucking bus. That's why fuck the, you know, the lefties or whatever it is. They got no spine. They have no real morals or anything like that. You know, they're just wishy-washy motherfuckers who will just blow with the wind. And maybe everybody who participates in politics is, you know what I mean? But especially these, the people who are like the Democrats, these blue fucking people, man. They love throwing people under the bus the first fucking chance they get. Because they have no morals. Because they have no real true morals. They don't really stand for anything. They stand for what's popular and what's hip and what's cool. And as soon as it isn't hip or cool anymore, they fucking throw it to the wayside. You know what I mean? At least with the conservatives, they, you know, they go, this is my line in the sand and I'm standing by it forever. Regardless of what happens, this is where I'm standing. And if you try and get me move, I'm going to, I'm going to fight for, for where I'm standing right now. You know what I mean? But I don't even know what the fucking documents were. I got no idea, people. I haven't paid any bit of attention. It's like, oh, Joe Biden had something in his house. And it's like, fucking who cares? I think the, I think the issue with it is something that I did read was that it, they're older documents or some shit like that that he's had since he was the vice president. And apparently the VPs aren't supposed to have the same uh, security clearance as the president. Something like that. So... And I also read something that uh, the house that they found them in were the owner of the house was apparently Hunter Biden, which again, I'm not paying enough attention to the bullshit. There's a lot of nonsense going on in the whole world, but uh, who the fuck knows? And does it really matter? What's the bigger issue that's going on right now where, you know, 15 pages of top secret documents or whatever it is, is the big fucking issue in the world right now? What's really going on that this is what is distracting us from? That's the question. That's always the question. Is it the failing economy? Is that what people aren't supposed to be worrying about? You know what I mean? Is it the fact that uh, you're going to go and try and get your money from the bank and they're going to go tell you to get fucked here in the next couple of years? Is that what's happening? You know what I mean? It's all a big scam. It's all a big show. So keep your head on a swivel, people. Love your parents and love your family and look out for yourself because Lord knows ain't nobody else doing it for you. Let's get you the animal video clip of the week and get you on your way, people. We've been rambling long enough. These not high podcasts go on much longer. (laughs) Uh, I don't know, man. I say I don't care, but I think deep down, I I think I do care. You know, I keep trying to fight it and go, I don't give a shit what happens. But I think I do to a degree. Not so much. The the, the whole shit's going to blow up and we're all going to die regardless. But I just hate seeing people, good people. I think genuinely good, good people, good spirited, good hearted people just being used and misguided for political and financial gain by these elitist fucks who never gave a fuck about you anyway, who, if they gave a fuck about you, would have done something 40 years ago when they were first in office, you know what I mean? But instead, they're all million and billionaires because they've been criminals. They've been professional criminals their whole life, and they continue to lie to people. And, uh, you know, it's just misguided passion from the general public. That's what's disappointing. That's where it fucking gets me. I guess that's what I care about. 
I just want people to see the facade and understand that they're being lied to every single fucking day by people who don't give a shit about them and use you in every possible way to suck your blood and get every last dime they can out of your fucking wallet, you know? All that money, you fucking break your back going to work every day, working jobs you fucking hate so you can support your family and hopefully have a little bit of retirement money. They don't give a fuck about that. They want every last bit of that fucking money that you work so hard for. That's where it gets disappointing, you know? But whatever, you can't, you can't tell people nothing. You can't teach people a goddamn thing. So it is what it is. But man, it does. I guess maybe I do care a little bit, you know? Maybe I do care a little bit. Motherfuckers. <laughs> I just get you the animal video clip of the week and get you on your way, my friends. This one's pretty cool. Uh, you know, it's... Um, I believe it was taking place in Russia. I might just be making up the country. Either way, it's at a circus. There's a, a male and a female lion tamer, right? They're a couple. They're a couple. They're uh, the uh, Siegfried and Roy, but of not being gay. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a man and a lady, and they're in love, and they enjoy physical contact with each other. And they're a couple of lion tamers, you know? And they're at the circus. They're in the cage. They're doing the lion show. I think there's three lions in the cage. And one of the lions decides he's not having so much fun anymore. And he attacks the fella. He attacks the fella lion tamer, right? And without hesitation, the lady, his wife, runs over and fucking starts beating off that lion. You know what I mean? Just starts jacking off his dick. <laughs> No, <laughs> she does beat the lion off, but not like, not like his dick. You know what I mean? She gets the lion to leave her husband alone. And uh, that's the end of the video is as much as I like seeing, uh, lions attacking main people. It was pretty cool to see this lady just not even hesitate and jump right into action and go, Hey, I love that guy. And that lion's going to fuck him up. So I'm going to do everything I can to get that lion to not fuck him up. And if I get fucked up in the process, I guess that's on me. And that's the kind of person you want in your corner. You know what I mean? She definitely wasn't a Joe Biden supporter. You know what I mean? She didn't fucking go, oh, I better get out of here where the, when, the, when the, the, the water starts to rise and things starting to get a little squirrely. I better get the fuck out and cover my own ass. She's like, fuck it. We're in this together. And if you're going to get eaten by a lion, I guess so am I, you know, and that's the kind of, that's the kind of lady. And I think that's the kind of fella that everybody deserves in life. You know what I mean? It's a rare breed. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's a very rare breed, but it's like, hell yeah. Use a bad bitch, Russian lion tamer lady for protecting your, uh, protecting your fella and going to bat when he probably needed you the most, you know? And, uh, oh boy, oh boy. If he ever cheats on her, I think she has every right to lock him in, to wrap him in steak and throw him in the lion cage. I think that's a fair trade. She's like, I protected you from getting it eaten. And you fucked some whore? How could you? You know? But a, a little feel-good animal video clip of the week uh, for you this week. I'm not going to pretend I wish that the lion didn't eat both of them. 
somewhere deep down. I wish that would have happened, but you know, there's a little morality, I guess, in this animal video clip of the week. A little feel good, a little feel goodness for you. All right. Hey, thanks for checking out the podcast this week, everybody. I hope we had a little bit of fun. We're going to have uh, Monty Mitchell's going to make another appearance on the podcast very soon. All right, my good friend Monty. So be on the lookout for that one. Uh, again, got some shows coming up. I'll be in Raleigh, North Carolina, the 27th and the 28th of January next month. Omaha, Nebraska, the 10th and the 11th. I got a couple shows in Nashville, the 15th and the 16th. Flint, Michigan, February 25th. I'll be in Arkansas in March, as well as St. Louis and Syracuse, New York as well. JoeKellyComedy.com has all your info and your upcoming dates. Thank you guys so much for checking out the podcast. I truly appreciate it, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, before we get out of here, can you do me a fucking favor? Just this one time. Just this one time, do me a fucking favor, will you? Take care of yourself and take care of somebody else, all right? I'll catch you around when? Real fucking soon. Later, my friends. Enjoy yourself. Have a great week.